You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Well, it's uh, six uh, minutes after nine, uh, South African time. Let's welcome uh, back to our beloved, wonderful listeners of Radio Al Ansar International, our wonderful listeners of Sadi SFM, and our wonderful listeners of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Remember, our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. International overseas listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. I've got here... Uh, Ummi Adila She says my little Adila Nine years old Does not want to sleep She says how come Muftisab does not tell us No more stories She likes stories Muftisab Muftisab please Please tell her The story of you shooting The camel in the forest Or in the jungle Something like that to start <laughs> Little <Allahi> Adila <laughs> So Adila You like stories huh? So mashallah Adila means to be just You see mm. So now one day I went to P.E. So all my students were there and they were doing jihad training and so forth and so on. So if anybody gives me some challenge, then I say, me, I'm ready. You understand? So that anytime you try, but it must be permissible, obviously. So they had a challenge there that who can shoot with this bow and arrow. Now this is what the archers, you know, the people who are experts they use. So they said that, so I said, yeah, bring him. So then I make Bismillah. When you when you shoot something or whatever, you mustn't say Bismillah one time, say three times, Adila. So I make Bismillah, 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 and I shot it. One shot, it hit the eye target, you see, bullseye. So they say, Allah, Akbar, Allah, Akbar. Then the students, they said, no, this arrow, now we must make a frame of it, you see. So they made the frame, and then somebody from Port Elizabeth was coming here, and then they made the frame. And they wrote there, there'd be Sahamin Wahid, one shot, they went there to the bullseye. So it's all flukes, all this. So you got Adila, so you want to go school, madrasa, all these things, you want to come out first, say Bismillah, 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 and then you write everything there. Everything will come right, inshallah. Mm. Somebody says, advise us to start. If the financing offered by the banks where the repayment is fixed, is this permissible, Ustad? So remember this, that if there is interest there, or you must remember that it will be increasing, you know, all these things here. So all that is haram and so forth. If you fix the price and you fix the period that you say that, for example, just take the easy, that I'm buying this bicycle for 12,000 rand. So now every month I must pay 1,000 rand and so forth. And there's no interest, there's no nothing. So whether it's a bicycle, car, house, all that permissible. But 90% it doesn't work that way. 90% they will have some hidden charges. They will tell you finance charges. They'll tell you this charges, all that. They just give interest another name and so forth. See, today or yesterday I sent out that about those two guys who were speaking. This guy was involved in Islamic banking, so-called Islamic banking. He say when you look at the transaction, they use fancy names, Musharaka, Mudaraba and Murabaha and all that because it's just to fool the Muslims also. He says, but when you just go one step back and you look at this whole banking thing, you must remember, this whole thing is making money out of nothing. So remember that it is fractional banking. And what is fractional banking? I put thousand rand in the bank, then they give out that money to other people, and then the 
money keeps on increasing, increasing, increasing. They don't put no money themselves and so forth. So this whole Western system, you must remember, of capitalism, therefore Hitler kicked out the Jews. Remember that and he waged war against them. On these three points, we must agree with Hitler. You must, on other points, you can disagree. So he said, you Jutlas, you Haramis, you are promoting homosexuality here yeah? and I'm going to fix you all up. You are promoting pornography here. I can I'm going to sort you out. And then you want that you, our people, the Germans, must take loan from you, and then they must pay exorbitant interest rate. May I get rid of you? So on that three points, if any person removes his bias, prejudice, is hundred percent right what he did on these issues here. So the other issues you can debate, discuss, and that six million all is big lies, all that. So the point here we must remember this whole capitalist system is a curse system and there's no such thing as Islamic banking. Hazrat Mufti Sayyid Palanpuri, who was the big one of the most senior ulama of his time when he came here to Darum Zakaria I posed the question. He said Islamic banking ka wujud hai hi Islam mein. You can never have Islamic banking in Islam. So you must remember that it is a western concept capitalistic concept based on interest and so forth. Once you come to fractional banking and so forth so the best thing is you want to buy something, you make the price, you make the time, make the installments and so forth. So that is what Islam will teach you. Somebody says, where can I get uh, to do my Islamic will and whether it's binding and valid for South African law? Ustad. So remember, you go to the various organizations and all that. I think they sell it for 50 rand, 100 rand, maybe inflation nowadays, I don't know. And if you ask Majlisul Ulama and them, they got it free of charge. You just go to their website and so forth. Yes, it will be binding and valid and so forth, provided that you are married. And when you're married, you registered your marriage, and that is ANC. And that is what ANT, nothing to do with a political party, anti-natural contract you must remember without excluding the accrual system and then you draw up your Islamic world 100% binding and valid it is so just go to the websites you will find it there and the jamiats and ulama organizations they sell it as well and you can use that but I don't advise you just to fill that in you must use that as a guideline and then go to your Mulana, Mufti Sahib, Imam who knows inheritance and then go to your lawyer, attorney, advocate and accountant and see it is everything is okay from the Islamic Sharia and from a legal perspective. You don't want people to contest the world. So in that way there you take the safety precautions. Somebody says the Mulana in our masjid performed the nikah immediately after the Farad of Zohar. Is this correct to start? No, it's wrong that. You must remember that in Quran Sharif, Almighty Allah Jalla speaks about Ida causing the believing men and the believing women. You must remember harm. So that is not permissible. Hadith of Imam mentioned by Imam Malik Rahimullah in Muatta Imam Malik. La dharara wa la dwirar. Do not cause harm to yourself. Do not cause harm to others. Isn't the people have to read sunnahs after the Zohar Salat and so forth? So for what? You know why they do this? Because they say, no, the crowd will be there. So when do I have to worry about the crowd and cause them harm and so forth? 
forth. So that is not permissible. Look at the verse with all my Allah Jalla teaches us, you must remember, that when you cause harm to the believers and so forth, so all my Allah Jalla teaches us that the people, Surah 33, that is Surah Hazab, and then you know the ayat, Inna Allah wa malaikatahu. So if you look at that ayat there, and you see the verse after that, all my Allah speaks of this, Inna alladheena yu'udhoon Allah wa rasoolahu. Those people who cause harm to Allah, to Allah Ta'ala's deen, Islam, nobody can cause harm to Allah, obviously. And Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah Ta'ala curses them in this world and the year after. وَأَدَّ لَهُمْ عَذَابًا مُهِينًا Surah 33, verse 57. You cause harm to the believers, وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْذُونَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ بِغَيْرِ مَكْتَسَبُ so you're causing harm to the believing men there in the masjid and without justification. It's not some jihad or something, that emergency fire or something. It's a sin, major sin that. So Surah 33, verse number 58. And I told you, So it's just to show, you know, that no, we must have so many people there and so forth. So even Jamaat, Tablik Jamaat, you must remember that when they have program, Sometimes we're reading two rakats, Isha. Just two sunnats we read, and they're already in front, and they want to start the bayan, and it's wrong there. I always tell them, you must wait till we finish. Then only you must start, and so forth. We don't say all. The work of Dawud Tabliq is the best work in the world. So remember that, but you need the guidance also. Not that you just rush in front and so forth, and you cause harm now to the people. So that today, today, I sit in a masjid, between Asr and Maghrib, and I read Quran. So one youngster came. He started reading so loud. So I walked up to him and I tapped him by. Take it easy. You understand? <laughs> Don't come scream and shout here. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said, You can't be reading so loud Quran that you cause disturbance to other people. Everybody wants to read. So that is our Islam, you must remember. Mm. Somebody says a person had his nikah performed by a Shia Ustad. He wants to know if it is valid. Ustad. So remember Shia is a Fakka Kufar. So now this is very funny that you must remember you went to the Shias and told them to perform your nikah. And now you're asking about it and so forth. Whether it's valid or not valid, my advice to you go and reperform your nikah. That's my advice to you. Because Shia is a hundred percent Kufar. They swear Sayyidina Abu Bakr, Sayyidina Umar, Sayyidina Usman, our mother, Aisha, Hafsa, Amir, then, then they say you can make muta prostitution for one hour, Khomeini rights and so forth. Your EC president of Iran came here to South Africa. So one non-Muslim, he sent to me or some Muslim sent to me, that look at these guys, they are praying with their stones and so forth. When I went to Iran, so I went as a, you know, investigating, hey Adila, are you sleeping or are you listening? So now when I went to Iran in 2013, so then when they entered the place of worship, so they take one stone, some take two stones. So I mean, I'm just looking what they're doing. So they put the one stone there by the forehead. You know, they're going to make sazda on the stone. Some put two, you understood. So one on for the forehead, one for the tip of the nose. So when I came back and I gave my first lecture, it was here in Jami Masjid. The masjid was packed and some Shias were there and some Pathizers and so. So I said, this Kufar Shias, they take two, two stones and they put there in front, one for balancing and one for alignment because they got too many pot 
tools in their brains. You know, understand? So you must remember that 100% kafir non-Muslim. They are the Shias, remember. You must perform your nikah again. And where's your brains also to go to Shias for these things? Who's that urgent? I have a husband, no son, two daughters, parents, two sisters and a brother. Will my brother inherit from my estate and also sisters and parents? And what will be the ratio start? So let's go through it slowly, slowly. There, just now we leave out one. As far as your brothers, sisters go, they don't inherit. Remember the golden rule. Always remember, this is hundred percent across the spectrum. The person passed away, the mayit. If he or she, the mayit, is survived by the biological father of the deceased. So yeah, the parents are alive of that person. So then all brothers, sisters of that mayit are deprived. Who deprives them? Who's the hajib? The father. If the person passed away, male or female, and remember they are survived, he or she is survived by the biological son. So not adopted son and foster son and stepson, but biological son. Then all brothers, sisters of the deceased are deprived. So they're out of the equation already. So now let's start. So who passed away? It was a male or female who passed away there. It is urgent. I have a husband, no son. Right. Okay. So now you have a husband. So she's asking about herself, Mm -hmm. this lady. Mm -hmm. Right. So now in a case like that, she passes away. So she survived by her husband. Mm -hmm. So the husband will get 25%. And then you must remember you got parents. So your parents will inherit one, six, one, six. So collectively one third. And then you got how many daughters? Two, two, do- three, two daughters. Two daughters will get two thirds. So I know what's going through your mind. You will see, but it's over 100%. So you don't worry about that. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu's time, they brought about something called awl. Ain, wow, lam. So you give the shares and then you just put the total there and then divide. So you must remember this. So again, I'm giving you the shares of the heirs. So you predecease your husband. So your husband, 25 percent right and then the two daughters three daughters whatever it is two-thirds and then your parents you must remember one-third one six one six there so that is how the shares will work and you must have it like that written also so you don't have problems afterwards but make dua allah give your husband long life inshallah somebody says do you think the wagner boss really died ustad or is it another trick just like the fake court that's what it says here so you must remember Today I received a message. You know, even Muslims, non-Muslims send me messages. Didn't I chuckle? They said the guy who shot, you must remember, the guy who shot, you must remember, Usama. You know, I must be careful. One is Obama and one is Usama. So Obama told the world that we killed Usama, you see. And then we asked Obama and them, but where's the body? They said, no, we wrapped it up and threw it in the ocean. What do you think? We're a bunch of idiots or what? You must remember. But Obama fooled Americans, and Americans' messes are asses. You know how it goes. So that's how he won the ticket for the second time to become president of America and so forth. So they said the guy who killed and murdered Osama, you must remember, that day in Pakistan and what have you. So... <coughs> They were... <laughs> 
What they did, that dead guy there, he committed so many crimes now, so they got him on criminal charges. But Osama, but Osama died long before that. You must remember in Afghanistan he passed away. If you ask the Mujahideen and so forth and so on. You know, my brother, the first casualty in war is the truth. You must remember this. You think that Putin is going to worry about who died and this and that. You cross his part, Putin's part, he'll put you away. Remember that. So whether they admit, they don't admit, so 10 people are dead, they did DNA, they say Wagner's Wagner or whatever, the boss is dead, his history finished now, so we must carry on with the geography now. Someone wants to know, sir, if I'm a traveler... (laughs) Can I combine Zohar and Asr and Maghrib and Isha? Please advise Ustad. If you are a Musafir and you are following the Shafi'i, Maliki, Hanbali school, you're going from here to Cape Town, or overseas, Dubai, Hamans, overseas, whatever, London, wherever. So in a case like that, then you can combine Zohar and Asr in Zohar time, two, two, or in Asr time, or Maghrib and Isha, and you read, you must remember, three and two. So that is according to Shafi'is, Maliki's, Hanbali's, but there's a big proviso. The proviso is thus, that you must remember the journey must be permissible. Today, if you look at people's journey, many a time is haram journey, that people are going to meet their mistress and girlfriend and boyfriend and sugar daddy. People are going to watch a soccer match, cricket match, and some entertainment party and whatever. People are going for holiday, you must remember, to haram places, nudist beach, and what and what and what people go to, casinos and what. So then, that is the law of the Shafi'is, and an excellent law it is. So you cannot obtain and attain the bounties, remember, of Allah Ta'ala's bounties through haram things and so forth. In that cases, you can't combine and you can't even make qasr, according to Shafi'is, Ambalis, and them. You must read full salat and you cannot combine. So according to Hanafis, you can't combine like that. The only way you can combine, according to Hanafis, you musafir, you make jama fe'ali, you make jama suri. Hanafis use both terms. Jama fe'ali, jama suri means this. I'm just giving you a time at random, right? So let's say that asr time starts at 4 o'clock. <laughs> that salat time starts, asr time starts at 4 o'clock. So you are a traveler, so you delayed your Zohar till, you must remember, quarter to four, ten to four, five to four. So your Zohar, you delayed it. So you read Zohar in the ending time of Zohar. And then you read Asr in the beginning time of Asr. So that's what they call that you're making Jama, but you're making Jama fairly. That means practically in Zohar time and in Asr time, but because you're a Musafir and so forth. So that is permissible. But remember to take Asr and read <coughs> in Zohar time, take Zohar and read in Asr time, take Maghrib and Isha in Isha time, Isha Maghrib time. Hanafis don't allow that, only in Hajj, they in Arafat and Muzdalifa they allow it. Mm. 24 minutes after 9 Central African time, we have breaking news, Ustad, uh, our beloved honorable, mashallah, brother Ibrahim uh, Anderson, he loves you, Ustad. <laughs> he says, Assalamu alaikum, dear Mufti, and uh, Mulana Arafat, kindly help us with the Shahada of 18 brothers from South Coast. If David is done, we are ready and awaiting for you, our beloved Ustad. And it says here, no females, only brothers, all males. Inshallah, tomorrow we might have females, uh, dear Mufti Sab, and our da'wah will end tomorrow here. Inshallah, females might embrace tomorrow. Ustad, over to you. 
Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, whenever we receive news like that, is Bushra, Bisharat, Dead Tidings, all might Allah reward you. My brother Ibrahim Anderson, mm-hmm. people like Joe and his ilk, they burn, you know. So we say, you can die with your anger and jealousy. Allah give you hidayat. So you must remember that you 18 brothers, all might Allah, Jalla accept you. You are going to read now in Arabic and then you will inshallah repeat after me and then in English and then we'll make a short dua inshallah and then go for a break inshallah one thing you must say my brother Ibrahim Anderson you say your Dawud is ending so you must say it's ending in South Coast but we're getting on with the Dawud in other parts inshallah is not stopping Dawud must continue continue right till the end of our life remember this verse my brother Ibrahim Anderson chapter number 12 surah yusuf verse number 108 say this is my way this is my path i give da'wat i invite i call people towards islam towards almighty allah Allah basiratin on firm conviction ana ay habibuna mustafa rasulullah sallallahu alaihi and those who follow me immaculately so the first people to follow were the Sahaba the beloved companions so Ana Wamanittaba'ani refers to Sunnah Wal Jama'ah and we follow Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi and Sahaba so we become Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah <laughs> come read my brothers Ashahadu Ashahadu Allah Allah Ilaha Ilaha illallahu illallahu wa ashahadu wa ashahadu anna anna muhammadan muhammadan abduhu abduhu wa rasuluh wa rasuluh mashallah 18 of you are muslim you have muslim names affidavit signed all done and dusted mashallah let's read the translation i bear witness i bear witness that truly that truly there is none there is none worthy of worship worthy of worship except almighty allah except almighty allah and I also bear witness, and I also bear witness that the Prophet Muhammad, that the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, peace be upon him. We say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, it's the same thing but in Arabic. So peace be upon him, was, is, will always be, was, is, will always be the last and the final, the last and the final messenger and prophet messenger and prophet of all mighty Allah so mashallah your brothers are there in south coast they in Ispingo beach or Ispingo hills or Ispingo rail or you are somewhere the Margate or whatever you must remember so my nephew is there in Ispingo beach Mona Ismail Karim and you 18 must contact him you know the Darulum the masjid there there's two masjids you just go and ask Ismail Karim he's the Buzruk there he's very good he's my secretary so you must remember that 
my sister's son, so you must contact him. He will teach you, he'll give you literature, he'll give you everything that you require, inshallah. So see, my brothers, now they embrace Islam. Mm. So what Quran says? Quran says, chapter 8, verse 38, قُلْ لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا إِيَّنْتَهُ يُغْفَلْ لَهُمْ مَا قَدْ Allah has forgiven their sins. What Mustafa sallallahu alayhi said, إِنَّ الْإِسْلَامَ يَهْدِمُ مَا كَانَ قَبْلَ Islam expunges, erases the sins of the past. Open Mishkat Sharif, Mustafa Ahmad. What did Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa tell Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anh, O oh, brother Ibrahim Anderson, look at the great tidings for you, and then come to us inshallah ya ali la ayyaftiladat if you because la ayyahdi allahu bikarajulan wahida khairul laka min humrin na'am that if one person embrace islam because you made some effort then remember is better than all the red red camels better than all the red ferrari lamborghini bentley and whatever else Porsche and Cadillac and Mercedes and Rolls Royce. So that is your reward, my brother. Quickly, we make a dua and go for a break. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya wa mursaleen. Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabi ajma'een. Allahumma thabbitna ala al-Iman. Wa al-Iman. Wa ashurna yawm al-Qiyamati mal-Iman. Tawaffana muslimin. Wa alhiqna bi shuadai wa salihin. Qala Allahu ta'ala fi shani حبيبي إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيئنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم سبحان ربك رب العزة ما يصفون وسلام المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين ما شاء الله بمستق the Capital Group Radio Ansar and Sirius FM Almighty Allah makes it possible with all the radios thousands of people listen and some of them embrace Islam Allah Jalla Allah reward all of you and our Mawana Arafat and everybody else Barakallahu I see uh, brother Ibrahim Anderson is apologizing he says Jazakallahu Khairan for the correction and I see he say uh, the other listener says I'm a Hebrew brother I would like to have an open debate with Mr. Anderson and you AK on air this is my number and please don't take Anderson's part Hebrew brother Jews will rise how do you guys do this, Ustad? You Jutla, Harami, terrorist, leave Anderson, debate with me. First question, are, you, are Israel a terrorist regime or not? Is Israel apartheid or not? Are you murderers of children or not? Answer the three questions. <laughs> well, it's 29 minutes to 10 o'clock. We go for a quick interval. When we come back, inshallah, we will continue with the Q&A. Don't go away. Stay tuned.